So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Hey everybody, we're back for another week of the FNBA podcast. What's up, Arch? Not much. Do you think if we, since this is three weeks in a row, we, we'd probably buy ourselves two months off after this, right? Three weeks off, that's usually the way it works. You gotta take a, you gotta take a breather after that. It's just like settle down, ease ourselves back out of it, and then we'll be back by sometime next year. It's perfect. Yeah, no, we'll I'm ease very right happy. back into it with like a ten minute episode. True, but I'm very happy. I'm on a roll right now, and actually, I'm super fired up. Do you want to know why? Why? So, for all intents and purposes, sports betting is now legal in the United States of America. Uh, land of the free, home of the brave. And now that's just proof because you can throw a few shekels down on any kind of competition now. Um, basically, what happened was... Which is great because, because I... I know, like, I didn't know anybody who bet on sports before this, so I'm glad people yep. now have the option to do it. Yep, the Prohibition era, uh, which has been proven time and time again. It works with alcohol, it works with gambling, it works with uh, other illicit substances. No one does it. It works with uh, uh, restricting people to base. Yep, exactly. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, I am very happy about this because I think it's going to be a new, it's going to be a new avenue uh, for FNBA to spread degeneracy and also to just have a little bit of fun and so one of the things that i was kind of thinking about in the fall i didn't even consult you with this uh we're gonna start betting a game a week um and so we'll do it for different competitions you know what i mean so like we're gonna go ahead and go to your local sports book once it's implemented and we're gonna get lines and we'll talk to a bookie and get lines for like women's volleyball and like fencing and stuff and we'll do a, a pick of the week until we either get shut down or we just lose all of our money in some ponzi scheme that we're inevitably going to set up where we have cadets uh send their paychecks directly to us so how does that sound wait so am i hearing this wrong is ncaa sports legal to bet on so the whole thing is and i have not read the, the uh the exact decision yet that's uh you know that's on me i'm gonna i'll put my hand up on that one have not looked into it exactly, um, but as far as I'm concerned, basically what it did is it just it has nothing to do with the NCAA. So those different entities are going to be able to probably have say, and they're probably going to be able to regulate it. Um, but it is just legal. So what'll probably happen is you'll have the states will be able to set up their own rules, and they will work with like the NCAA and stuff. And it's going to be like if a sports book wants to remain like remain legitimate. Um, then they're going to have to be like follow certain rules to make sure that there's no like throwing games or anything like that. But as far as NCAA goes, whenever you're in Vegas, anyways, right now, like you've always been able to bet on any of that stuff. It just depends on whether or not the book uh, offers it. So that's why March Madness right. you could always bet in Vegas. But now it's just going to be basically anywhere, anywhere you go, more or less. And it's going to take a while for the states to implement it and have it set up. You'll probably be able to do it through casinos, but 
how amazing would that be, being able to spend a lot more weekends up in Blackhawk or what's the other one? What's the other casino town in Colorado? I don't know. Yeah, but cheering on um, our club water polo team to victory. Say, gives me gives me a lot more incentive to, uh, not, that I, not that I didn't already do this, but keep a closer eye on the squadron intramural flicker, flicker ball teams and kind of get a feel for I, how they're doing. I know, and I think it's going to be really great, too, when you have your... I think every sporting event, you're going to kind of see the who the degenerate cadets are when you've got guys who clearly don't know anybody and don't fit in showing up to the women's swim meet, like, just sitting in the corner fuming <laughs> on the 200 fly, like, when it doesn't go their way. Just hilarious, and just, like, handicapping runners during track season. It's going to be just great. Handicapping, for all of you who don't know, it's not, like hurting them it's like determining who just whatever anyway sports betting is going to be awesome and uh i think everyone's really excited for it i'm excited for it uh and also in light of that i invented a new segment today uh which i wanted to tell you about and it's going to be just general stuff to gamble on at usafa and so i'm just going to run through it whenever i come up with something stupid like this i always spend a lot of time introducing it and that's what i'm doing now but i'm just going to go so the first one it's a lot of over-unders, too, because it's either stuff that's going to happen or just, like, counts of things. So the first one, over-under of a cadet whose door is literally never open, saying at a roll call um, that their door is always open, that's going to be set to 2.5. So you can take oh, over-unders like on like, that. The guy is like, open-door policy, and then his, yeah. his door is always closed. Yep, AOC, too. The AOC who's out by 2.30 every day and... <laughs> And has lunches, uh, like, off campus and doesn't show up in the morning or has their door closed. Yep, my door is always open. And so, and they always find a way to, to kind of emphasize that, I guess. I don't even know why. It's such a hollow sentiment. But, so that's the first one. Uh, second one. Okay. Over, under, on the length of an announcement after someone says, I'll keep this short. Or if they say, I'm not trying to keep you guys very long, so I'll make this brief. Uh Yeah. And the and you'd have to set an over and under on the length depending on who it is and how important they are. But I would say on average, any person who says that is going to talk for no less than five minutes, even Easily. though it's just they have one point to make, and it's something usually pretty stupid. Uh, and then another couple other ones that I have is odds. Like f- I would give five to one odds at any time of getting a spot in upper first tee. That's pretty good. So if you can get that and you take the bet, then that gets paid out times five or whatever your bet is. And conversely, three and five odds that you will physically gag when you open the door of any given bathroom stall. Because that always happens. <laughs> I've got yeah, I, I have one similar to that a little bit later. For stuff to gamble on? Or are you okay, or is it for something else? I have I have a similar yeah, I have a few things as well uh, to gamble on. I said some, I have something similar to the one you just talked about. Okay. Oh, do you have some? You want to do some stuff to gamble on? Yeah, I feel like you underestimate me, Kamish. I don't underestimate you. I just kind of threw a curveball at you a little bit. Well, I'm quick thinker. I can think on my feet. So, you're you're a little bit deeper into the gambling game and the gambling vocabulary than I am. So feel free to fill in the blanks on what I'm trying to get at here. But uh, the first yeah. one would be. Just kind of what what's Mitch's choice actually going to be, and nine times out of ten it's cold cuts with croissants, but it's you never know. There's a one time. There's a literally one time out of ten it'll be chicken strips, but the net all, yeah, all the other times it's going to be cold cuts. 
See, the only... I, I think that's good. The only issue that we would probably potentially run into with that is that's how kneecaps get broken, like old Vegas style, when you have the guy who actually makes the Mitch's choice. When you find Mitch himself, um, and he's, it turns out he's like doing backdoor deals to get those bets to come through. <laughs> that's, that's kneecap city. That's true. You know, so someone's that, getting though. someone's getting tossed over the chapel wall for that one. <laughs> My next one is basically when you walk into the showers, there's really only two genres of music that are, that are going to be playing. Country music or rap music. Which one is it going to be? Maybe a Skrillex song, if you're lucky. So that's yeah, kind of like good. country or rap, 50-50. Well, the way we would play that then is we would do almost like a roulette type of thing. So, um, you know, you have like black and red, and you can assign those music genres, and then your green is going to be like the EDM. <laughs> that's good although uh, my next one what's that no i was just gonna say whenever i had control of the music i would like to get a little a little john mayer a little or a little john mayer a little bit of a smooth dave matthews bands one of those ones that has like the 20 minute saxophone solo it might get a little uncomfortable because it might be a little steamy i was gonna sexy say in there but it's a little it's a little sexual for an all-male stall like an all-male shower but hey yeah and then my final one is uh, if you go to the bathroom during... We're not talking like the <laughs> last bathroom, final on a big Friday. Big bathroom guy tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, there's a problem. This is uh, a little bit different, though. We're not okay. talking like the last final on a Friday, like the last period of finals. We're talking like primetime finals, maybe second go of that Monday. And you go to the bathroom. How many kids are going to be in the bathroom on their phones? And are any stalls going to be available? Oh, that's good. That's a really good one. Uh, it's a little dicey. I'm sure they're just uh, texting their mom and asking, you know, how the family's doing. Yep. Hey, mom. I just want to let you know. Also, I'm not. I'm not checking Google right now to determine exactly how a home and transfer works, and um, <laughs> and trying to learn all of that that took an entire semester for people to learn. But uh, just want to give the love to the rest of my family um, because how's, I'm going how's to fail Gam, all Gam my doing? finals. Yeah. So. How's Gam Gam doing? Also, what kind of impact did Napoleon have on Europe uh, when he was ruling? Yep, and why was it a bad idea to invade Russia in the winter? Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I like those. Actually, I don't even know how that... Oh, those. yeah, that's just an odds one. So odds on that, I'm going to give you... Oh, God. I don't even know if a sports book would take that. It'd be like 1 in 100. You'd have to put down like... Like, you'd have to put, like, $1,000 down to make any money back on it. But that's good. That's really good. Uh, let's keep let's keep it rolling here. Uh, more news. So we're going to do some um, behind enemy lines. But first, I wanted to bring up a little bit of news. The Air Force is changing uniforms. Uh, everyone will be wearing the multicams, and they're going to be bringing back squadron patches on the uniform, which I find a little problematic. <laughs> not pro- Not problematic, but hear me out. I think that a lot of, it's kind of like trying to be like the army and stuff, and they have such a, and this is me just tipping my cap to the operational army here, um, they have such a storied history of some of their units, like the big red one, and like infantry units and things like that, whereas the Air Force has like cyber units that were founded in 2012, and uh some of those patches aren't exactly the most intimidating or hardcore things, so... Lost it, a lot of I good men. Know. Yeah, 
and then I could just see people like walking around with like their animalistic sky raiders patches. Well, I, I guess those have stories too, but it, I don't know. They're a little more a little more silly, a little more fun. The big thing that came to mind for me is everyone remembers the BDU to ABU switchover with the freshmen. And I just feel oh, yeah. bad. I don't know if I wonder if it'll be this summer or next summer. Probably this summer. Um, because it's implemented this October. So basically what it comes down to is it really sucks because everybody knows as a freshman, in order to get away with anything, you put your backpack on and you hide your number with one of the straps of the backpack. So nobody yep. can see if you're a freshman or not. Even Now the, you really don't have literal... that choice. If you're, if you're wearing that camo, you stick out like a sore thumb. I know. Also, the, the, the facial expression... Of a dually is always just like they just crap their pants, so I don't know if they ever think they're actually hiding, anyways. But yeah, then again, if it's better camo, maybe they'll blend in with the air gardens better. So yeah, you just lay down, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Jack's, Jack's Valley is gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty interesting. They're gonna send Cadre out to pick up their kids from the assault course you're like wait where are they like oh sir we're yeah. standing right in front they'll blend they'll been blend directly in with the mcdermott library uh bookshelf yep right in with the eagle and sledging statue <laughs> they can pretend they're, they're one of the eagle's babies one of the is that what <laughs> eagle and fledgling is that what that is, is a fledgling a baby falcon or i guess a baby I eagle think so. wait now i'm yeah. just really confused by that why is it eagle shouldn't it be falcon and fledgling are we the dude we're the Falcons with lightning bolts in our jerseys, so I still don't think we figured that out. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just move to change the... And I don't know what a baby Falcon is called. We might have to get one of our Falconry experts in here, but um, we're going to change the name of the Eagle and Fledgling statue to the Falcon and Falcon Puppy statue. Because that's what I think <laughs> a Falcon baby is. Yeah, I like that. I'm all, right, all, I'm so, all in on that. Yeah, so... Um, General Silveria, when you get that news, just go ahead and uh, shoot me a text or whatever, how you usually contact me. Um, perfect. So that's like the only news that we have on that front. I do want to go into one of our favorites, which is behind enemy lines. Uh, and we got a breaking news, a little update for you uh, on the Navy situation. So we've been having FNBA watch. We've been keeping a, a really close eye on the drug situation that's going on at Navy. And they still haven't found who's dealing cocaine, ketamine, ecstasy, and other stuff. But, good news, they did find out that they used Bitcoin to buy and sell it all. So, even though they were not able to, even though they were able to catch the kids using, they still can't find who is dealing it all. And uh, they know that they're using essentially hidden internet currency to buy and sell it, which just proves this. I think this is the biggest proof. I have two things on this. It's the biggest proof that we are generation generationally phased out of the current students at, at like the academies, because I do not know where I would buy and sell Bitcoin at all. Coinbase or what it is. Is that it? Are you one of those guys? I know there's cadets who are probably like... I own Bitcoin, not to brag. Do you actually? I lost about $600 on it, so I'm doing pretty good. Okay. See, I <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, but... And maybe you do own Bitcoin, but do you... Would you know how to spend it? Would you know how to spend, like, 0.05 of a Bitcoin? Uh, yes and no. I'd, I'd know how to 
I I could I could basically I don't know if it's sell I don't know if that's the right cryptocurrency lingo but I could sell back X amount of Bitcoin to take out my fifty dollars and spend it. Okay, well, hot shot. If you ever want to go buy some drugs, they're selling them at Navy. Well, that's my first part. <laughs> the second part. Do you remember? And this might. This is what I'm going to do to reel back in. This is how we diversify our audience, guys. Do you hear a little peek behind the curtain there? So that was where I, I kind of talk about uh, the younger generation with the Bitcoin. Now we're going to bring in the older generation. Did you ever see that Power Ranger movie where all the kids are using like the Ivan Ooze stuff and they all turn into like zombies? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going to be going on at Navy because they can find they can find that the kids are all using like cocaine, ecstasy, and ketamine, which from all the research that I've done is those drugs effectively turn you into a zombie, um, but they can't find out who's dealing it. So I I don't know why it's a sad but funny image to me of kids just walking around with pupils the size as grapes and just like their teachers pulling them aside like, are you on drugs? They're like, uh, <laughs> they just get kicked out or whatever. It's awful, but it's, yeah, that's just like a funny thing to me. So that's what I thought of as like the Ivan News type of thing. Um, you know what? Uh, I have an easy solution for these guys. What's that? Uh, basically, so I guess they haven't been caught yet, but if they're trying to continue to kind of scatter out the rabbit trail so they don't get caught, you know how they say like the best place for a, you know, a, a drug dealer to work is right outside a police station? I don't know if that's the quote, but you know what I'm getting at. It's like you got to be right, you got to be where they least expect it. The best place, so, okay, the best place to hide in, in hide and seek is, yeah, right right near where the guy's starting, that kind of thing. Yeah, like the best place to sell drugs is directly outside a police station. I think that that's the exact quote. Um, yep. So, <laughs> hap, hap basically what they need, <laughs> I think it's written on uh, one of the walls in CS-17. It's right um, near the Falcon and Falcon puppy statue. <laughs> so, basically, they... They need to. Do you remember when we were young doolies and we had pretty much zero idea what was going on? They're like, hey, buy these uh, 69 books. It's only going to cost you six years of your paycheck. I, I, haven't made, I haven't made money from the Air Force yet because of that first year of dual year. Um, yes. And they basically are like, just scan your CAC card. I'm like, okay. And I think they called yeah. it magic money or something like that. Yep. Basically, they just need to use magic money. I don't know how to do it. This is this is beyond my knowledge of cryptocurrency, but I think magic money was actually the first cryptocurrency. I think it I think you're right actually. We got to find out who the uh, the secaf was, was then. And then I think that's I think, you're well, right. I think Mr. T Thompson invented uh, magic money. <laughs> it's all just funded directly to the AOG. I think you're correct. I think that the AOG was the originator of all cryptocurrencies. So, how about that? That's pretty smart. So we keep continue to widen our audience and make well, it. <laughs> yeah, back now now we have the AOG crowd. Guess what? You guys are welcome. We're all here. We're all starting up the bot. Um, well, the other thing is is that what I don't understand. I, I know. Oh man, sorry. We'll cut is that, that a falcon puppy? It's a falcon puppy. Sorry, that's my <laughs> that's my dog, um, Lieutenant General Michael C. Gould. She's barking. Um, anyway, so <laughs> now I lost my train of thought, but whatever. Um, so the Navy has all these boats sitting out there 
by Farragut Field, which is, uh, I mean, I know, I know what I'm talking about here, the Navy crowd, if we have any Navy fans. There we go. We're opening even more people. Now we have the Navy guys listening to our podcast. What are we, a multinational conglomerate? It's awesome. Anyway, um, they're clearly just bringing the drugs in from there. So that you have the, the midshipmen. They're just taking those little sailboats out during the day, taking them down to Cuba or whatever, and then uh, just hauling drugs up to Annapolis and unloading them that way. Like something out of like a movie, like Scarface. So that's my thing. I think they, they have, thing. yeah, they have all kinds of avenues they can take. I'm not advocating it, but I'm just gonna say if you're gonna do it, do it right. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him go the distance, but well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Breaking Bad, right? Like you like to see you're kind of rooting for the bad guy, but then at the end of the day, you realize it's probably not right. Probably not the best thing for the nation. Um, so yeah. Yep. Sorry, Just taxpayers. Keep trying to infiltrate. Maybe, maybe our uh, cyber team can, can get to work on that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of cyber, so now we're going to roll into um, the next part of Behind Enemy Lines. I got one for West Point. As I said, West Point has been increasingly difficult. Uh, they've been kind of losing their electronic footprint in the news. But a man hijacked the West Point website in addition to a bunch of other websites, and it was an embarrassment to their web security. And so I have kind of like a late night. Jimmy Fallon, uh, sort of Conan joke for you. Conan, Conan O'Brien. I don't know why I called him like Conan the the Barbarian or whatever. Uh, but a Conan <laughs> O'Brien. I can't even talk now. Anyway, it's a Jimmy Fallon joke. Okay, and that was ruining it and making it even more corny. But are you ready? Are, can I drop it now? I'm ready. Uh, the one thing that he didn't need to hack on the website was changing up West Point's overall record against Air Force football because that was already embarrassing enough. Ooh, insert I said because here. because that was already embarrassing enough. Ha 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 ha. So that was that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, that joke. is that is pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good joke. No, but in all seriousness, um, dude, if you're a hacker, you ever hear about those stories about guys who will hack like Amazon or Microsoft, then they ultimately get jobs. I don't think it's ever actually true, but supposedly that's a thing if you can expose weaknesses in the cybersecurity of like huge companies then they'll just give you a job if you like tell them about it um why are you wasting your time with like west point no one cares about their website and who's even really i don't even think it was their athletic website and all the guy did he said something like free palestine and then he put like hacked by whatever and now he's doing jail time so that sucks it was kind of just a waste of time i guess good thing he didn't hack our website he would have seen all the secrets See, <laughs> I was going to say, well, I would say that our website is unhackable, but I don't even want to, like, egg somebody on because I'm pretty sure our password is still password123, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we're going to probably have to cut that part because that is our password. But um, Yeah, don't even try it. Yeah. Uh, up next, I got... Uh, th- so that's all I really have for Behind Enemy Lines. Up next, I got a uh, soups list, and I've got soups list of ring dance dates. How does that sound? Sounds good. Ring dance is right around the corner. Uh, it is. It's one of the greatest and kind of one of the, I don't know, it's a good weekend. I think it's overrated in a, in a way. Oh, it's good. We'll go with that. It's good. It's one of the coolest weekends that is anticipated. Like, it's so cool that, like, you're, oh, you're, and you kind of think, like, oh, man, maybe I'll wear my ring. I know there's the kids who are, like, hard asses who are, like, oh, I'll never wear my ring. It's so stupid. I just bought the cheapest one. Like, okay, cool, man. Like, that's your prerogative, but... 
Then there's other people who are like, oh, I'm going to wear it like every single day. In the end, it's kind of a pain to wear it every day. Uh, I know there are people who do it, but whatever. It's But it's cool. It's a really cool experience um, then. But yeah, a little bit overrated. But one of the important parts is, uh, is bringing a date. And if you, which I, I didn't even check your list, but I will say, like, I think a lot of people's default is to bring, like, a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, but, uh, then of course there are some people who get a little creative with who they bring. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, so we're just kind of giving some, this is kind of like we're giving advice at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, soups list, as we know, it's going to be kind of like the top three options. So my first one is a classic, I'd say 95% of you listening have done this or will do this, and you bring a friend of a friend's girlfriend, typically. There's typically mm-hmm. not, like, a friend of a friend's boyfriend if you're a girl. So friend of a friend's girlfriend from, like, I don't know, really far away and you've never met her and then it's, like, kind of awkward and you get super drunk and then you never see him again. That's good. I mean, that's just, like, a classic one because it's easy and you don't have to put a lot of work in. So I'm 100% for I'm it. Not, I'm not hating the move by any means. Yeah. It's just it's a go to move for the one thing that you should do is if you're not in if you're not in a relationship, uh maybe get like a piece of green fabric and then make them take their pictures with it in front of their face. So that way years down the road, if you do meet that special someone and eventually get married, you can just like green screen (laughs) that your significant other's face onto them. So that's even better, make them wear you know those like green green man suits? (laughs) Green man suit, yeah. Make them, make them wear that underneath their dress. That, that way you can just kind of... By that point, I mean, the technology down the road, psh, it'll look like it'll look perfect. It'll probably look better than the original. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a good one. All right, what do you got next? The next one is... Uh, ask that underclassman girl that ends up going to ring dance four times. And maybe even, maybe even more. <laughs> classic and then by senior year that girl's so pumped to tell everybody that she went four times and it's like yeah eh, i don't know what that really says about you <laughs> i don't know if that's a cool thing like uh. yeah that's a that's a classic move the girl like just just grad well is it after graduation it's, no. no it's the weekend of because remember you like get back on that monday and then you have parade practice yeah so i guess it's not really tech you could do it four times if you graduate as a a little butter bar on casual there and then you do it all over again. Is that yeah. legal? I don't think that's legal. I don't know. Three times. I'll go three. <laughs> I'm uh I'm not trying to, you know, like pump my own tires here, but I'm lucky enough to say I never had to search any AFIs or look up any waivers to determine if I could bring somebody um to rain dance if, and it would be considered fraternization. I never ran into that issue, so Yeah, you're you're, you're digging deep at that point if you get yourself <laughs> yeah. in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my yeah. last one is, um, I think a lot of guys resort to this too, is you just, no shame, you just go, I need a date for, you saw for ring dance on Tinder, you put that radius at about, I don't know, 100 miles, and you just swipe until the day is, day is done, and see what you can yeah. come up with. Yeah. I might mean, I like be, that. Might not be prime time um, dates you're getting, but hey. Yeah. Well, my only, my thing about that, and I'm, I don't know if this is true or if times have changed or whatever, but I feel like it was a very old school thing, like the, oh, 
and sorry girls, I can't like speak exactly to what you're going to, well, if you're a girl, you pretty much have a date anyways for the most part. Now I feel even worse if there's somebody listening who doesn't. But anyway, um, I think for the most part, the whole, oh, ladies love a man in uniform thing used to be a big thing. So can you imagine if like, if, and if that is true, can you imagine if cadets in like the sixties had Tinder? It would be, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it would be a bloodbath. Like it would just be cadets cleaning up when no one would ever get anything done. The clinic would be filled with people getting tested every weekend. It's just insane. Um, ladies but anyways, do yeah, still I, love a man. Ladies do still love a man in uniform, but it's like for Colorado, it's like the, the uniform you have to wear if you work at the local weed shop. I was going to say the, the uniform for, uh, it is a keys, Rastafarian, the, the Keystone <laughs> lift guy. Yeah. So, those are good. Um, okay, I got my Bringing in uh, the ski crowd and the weed crowd, who would have thought? Yeah, that's Colorado for you. Alright, so I've got uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Texas Roadhouse, Outback Steakhouse, uh, Waitresses. Those are classic. Old Chicago's. Old Seas, another good one. Well, and actually no free ads to all these, but um, yeah, those are classic ones. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, hey man, really, where'd you meet her? Like, oh. Texas Roadhouse, and I feel like you always got to make the comment if you get introduced, like, yeah, Texas Roadhouse, love that cinnamon butter, <laughs> or something like that, <laughs> or kind of like, like, I know you're a big office guy, like, you remember the, uh, the episode when Meredith gets caught, um, like, having sex with the, the guy from Outback, or, or I don't think yeah, he was from Outback, for but he free was giving her the coupons. out, for free steak coupons, and she's like, yeah. She's like, I just feel good about myself. I think that's kind of the same thing. So, <laughs> fellas, ladies, if you can find yourself somebody that works at Outback, take them to Ring Dance and get those free steak coupons. <laughs> you also, you also got to be like, oh, love those element dining outs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and you get every single one there, and it kind of doubles as like date time for you. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, number two, that's that's killing two falcon puppies with one stone. Yeah. Number Actually, two. we don't do that. We kill two fledglings, one stone. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Two falcon puppies. Uh, number two, Air Academy high school student. And then people have to start, you, you tell them that, like, oh, yeah, and people have to start doing the, the mental math to determine what's legally going on here. Um, and, you know, it's kind of one of those sketchy things. Like, oh, well, technically they graduated and they're going to UCCS next year. And it's like, oh, well. Or maybe they're going to be a dually next year. That's a little sketchy, so. <laughs> you got you to get your time with them while you can, I guess. I think this is one of those things where I've never actually never... heard of this really even happening. It's just, like, the hypothetical is I'm... always out there. Like, oh, I'm going to bring somebody from Air Academy High. Like, I don't know. That's pretty funny. Well, I um, think, I, I don't think any active students from there, well, you never know. But I still think it is funny, like, whether it's somebody at the Academy or, like, like Colorado College or you know, Pikes Peak Community College or one of the surrounding schools, and you ask them, you know, where are you from? Like, oh, from the Springs. And then it's like, where'd you go to school? They're like, oh, I went to Air Academy High. It's just always kind of funny. It's like, you went to high school here? (laughs) You went to high school on base? Uh, Yeah. And my final one, it's not a throwaway. I know it seems like a throwaway. No one. Because you thought that your video asking Ariana Grande to ring dance um, you put a lot of eggs in that basket, and you thought she was going to actually go with you, and she doesn't. So you just end up going alone, and then uh, you go back to your dorm and, and call your mom and say, Yeah, Mom, Ariana didn't show. I left a ticket at Will Call. 
and that's it. Yeah, so my two tips for asking a celebrity out via social media is number one, don't do it. Number two, <laughs> number two, if you do, um, and they don't respond probably at least six months before ring dance starts, just call it and then uh, get yourself a date. Well, and here's my other thing. Lower your aperture when it comes to celebrities. Like, maybe yeah. instead of going for literally one of the most famous, like, singers or models in the world, lower it down a little bit. Go for, like, the captain of the CU soccer team, like, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, somebody somebody a little something. more local that it's not as much of an effort. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Or, like, maybe go to one of the Sheehy Ford commercials and like pick one of the models from there i think that's a better way to go <laughs> than trying to get literally taylor swift to leave her world tour and come hang out with you at <laughs> mitchell dining hall where she you can eat mitch's mountains and drink like three dollar prosecco yeah like, uh, i don't know shoot or shoot i guess yep shoot your shot boys um cool well i think that's those are pretty good topics for today uh um, i have a bonus what do you got I have a bonus. You know what I didn't get? Oh. So it kind of reminded me of this earlier. But you know what I didn't get? What? It was the the cadets who kind of, and again, this is, sometimes we tread in dangerous water. Because I'm sure we did plenty of stuff that people didn't get. And we were by no means, you know, the, the perfect uh, cadet. But... You still have to call people out when something's like, come on, it's too much. Yeah. So you know what I didn't get is the cadets, specifically the people of, in quotes, higher rank in the squadron or in the wing, that had a board outside their room saying whether they were, like, in, asleep at class, <laughs> at the gym, out, like, with eight different options. And I'm like, dude, I really don't care. Either you're in your room and you're not, or you're not. And if you're not and I need to get a hold of you, guess what we all have in our hands? Cell phones. Yeah, so, dude, I don't need to see your puck saying that you're doing laundry. Like, I will just come back in a little bit or I'll text <laughs> you if I really need to get a hold of you. Yeah. I didn't get that. I, I like You see that. it on active duty, too. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Either you're <laughs> in your office or you're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. And then also, and now that you, think, now that you mentioned it, I think there there were some people who they would put different activities that they would be doing in their room. So like you said, like sleeping, but it's like sleeping, studying, watching YouTube, like <laughs> talking with friends, on the phone with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, use Twitter for God's sake. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, please don't update us on anything you're doing because no one cares ever. But it's also, I think, what it kind of can do. I do remember seeing that and thinking like. Ooh, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, am I supposed to be letting people know where I am? Like, yeah, I think no. it's a bit power power trippy. It's just like people think that other people care where they are. Yeah, it's an exercise in self importance, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you for that bonus. That's that's what we call free airtime, guys. Um, so yeah, now let's go day. into our one of my favorite segments of the day. It's minutes. It's where you tell us exactly what's going on. Uh, with our merchandise, with FMBA, all that kind of stuff. Uh, big news. I'll let you handle it, Arch. Go ahead. Yeah, so we have a new website. It should be more user-friendly. Uh, basically, it's going to be fast, neat, below, 
average, and the, a, the average is just AVG. So fastneat below AVG.com. You got all the apparel you could ever want. You got koozies, you got hats, you have flags, pen tab patches, which, hey, are going to be applicable for all you AFCs out there, or AFSCs? AFSCs out there. Yeah. And, and all you American football conference players, too. AFCs. So. Yeah. <laughs> and assistant flight commanders. Applies yeah. to all of you guys. And uh, we're going to be rolling out. We've already rolled out a few of our summer products. We're going to be rolling out some more, hopefully, high-end summer products for you guys who and gals who might like to take you know a trip to the country club or just like to go to church looking, looking fresh in your Air Force-style gear. Yeah, I love it. Um, the only other thing that we really have in the way of news, like you said, we're just hitting the dog days of summer, guys. We're going to keep doing this. It's fun. Uh, we're going to hopefully keep the content coming. Please let us know if there's anything that we can do for you. Uh, once again, I'm not pumping it all out too soon. Uh, not getting too far ahead of myself here, but uh, Navy game, we are looking to do an event then, tailgate weekend and party as we did last year. All we need now is sponsors, locations, uh, times, and commitments and all that kind of stuff. So details coming, details on the way. All we can do now is uh, just keep having fun. Just keep grinding, guys. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just where you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I want you to share.